0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode two of the Tokyo Lens podcast. Today, I'm going to be bringing you guys a little bit of behind the scenes on what I've been doing with Tokyo Lens. This is something that I won't actually be sharing on the YouTube channel, so it will be exclusive to podcast listeners only. Before I get into that... I just want to say that I just released a new video this morning at 8.30 about the five best bars in Asakusa. I'm sure you've already watched it, but if you haven't, feel free to jump over to the Tokyo Lens YouTube channel and check that one out. So, without further ado, let's talk a little bit about the channel. When did the channel start? How did it kick off? Well, the channel started, I'd say, probably about three years ago. About two years before that, maybe a little longer, I started my first YouTube channel called Shamisen in Tokyo. I didn't really have a concept for it, but I was posting videos based on things that I liked. Different videos that I made here in Japan. And then I came across two Shamisen players called Kiki. I put up a video of them and pretty much forgot about the channel for a while. It wasn't until a year, maybe two years later, when I noticed that that video had spiked up to 10,000 views. This was both surprising and exciting for me, and kind of piqued my interest in YouTube as a platform for sharing. So this is when I got in touch with Kiki and decided we are going to start putting together some actual projects. I started following them around to different shows, and we started producing video content for Shamisen in Tokyo. Now, at this time, I was working with another friend who is a YouTuber here in Tokyo named Sharla. You guys probably know her. If you don't, which I'm guessing you do, go ahead and check her out, Sharla in Japan. Again, you probably know her. Now, Sharla put a lot of pressure on me. She said I absolutely should be doing YouTube, that I should get right into it. So I started vlogging. I did a couple vlogs with Sharla. And I would say this was probably back in maybe 2014 or 2015. I could easily open up the creator app right now and give you exact dates. But instead, I prefer to kind of add to the story. So, at this time, I did a couple vlogs on the Shamisen in Tokyo page. But didn't really feel that it was for me. I was into the YouTube side of things, so I decided to launch the Tokyo Lens channel. I spent probably about half a year setting up videos, doing vlogs, and releasing content, but they were few and far between. I was trying little things out called mini-series where I would do short 2-3 to minute videos and post several a day. The concept was fun, the channel was fun. And i quickly amassed about a thousand subscribers in a very short period of time the problem being energy and organization one thing is the videos took a little while to edit and i just didn't have the time which i guess now looking at it is just a excuse for me to say i wasn't as into it as i am now and so over time it faded out i stopped posting videos And Tokyo lens kind of faded into the background. During this time I spent a lot of time in my own life still recording Kiki for Shamisen in Tokyo and playing a lot of Shamisen myself. Now I do have a video coming up on Shamisen on what it is and how I got into it so keep your eyes peeled on the Shamisen in Tokyo channel for that one. If you're not subscribed to that channel we are putting together some Absolutely gorgeous videos. Our most recent video is by far my favorite that we have done yet. That's a little bit of a background on where the Tokyo Lens channel started and also how it died once. In the next section I'm gonna take a second to go over how it was reborn and how we brought it to where we are now and a little more detail on what we're doing in shamisen in tokyo all right on to the next section so getting into this section i want to retouch on the whole shamisen in tokyo side of things for a while that became my absolute number one main channel i was following around kiki to different shows recording their live performances both indoors and out and producing content for the shamisen in tokyo channel now Probably about three years ago, we did a shamisen under the cherry blossoms video that just blew up. It was my first video ever to hit 100,000 views, and it was wildly exciting. The mistake that I made from there was waiting about a year to do another big video. But what we learned from it is that the shamisen under the cherry blossoms theme was something that became kind of expected every year. We saw the second one go up to, I think, around 110-120,000 views and the third one go up to 150,000 views. Doing the exact same video concept three years in a row, just trying to make it a little better every single time, gave birth to a lot of what I'm doing in Tokyo Lens right now. Now, the third video that we did over on Shamisen in Tokyo, with the Under the Cherry Blossoms theme got picked up by a couple websites and went online. A page called In The Now picked it up on Facebook and got just shy of 4 million views on it. This was very inspiring, as you might imagine, and we started to think that we could do a lot more than we're currently doing with the YouTube side of things. And so, I started to think, what can I do? And I realized, hey, I have a whole other channel Tokyo Lens that I haven't touched in years. It's just sitting there with about a thousand stagnant subscribers. I think I'm going to get back into it. Now, I knew that I love making videos and I wanted to put something out there, but I wasn't quite sure what. So I started doing vlogs. The vlog was I wouldn't say wildly unpopular, but it wasn't quite what I wanted it to be. You see, when you leave a channel with a thousand subscribers sitting for over two years with absolutely no videos going up, you find two things when you start submitting again. A, you get next to no views, and B, you start losing subscribers. To be completely honest with you, both of these were kind of fine for me. I just wanted to put the videos out there. I was still building the concept for the channel and what I wanted to do with it. So for now, I just wanted to get back into the swing of doing regular video editing. It was around maybe August that I decided I'm absolutely going to commit to this and stick to it. That's what we're doing. And so I made a promise wide out onto the Internet through Twitter, through my friend Sharla, through Instagram, you name it. And i promised to do weekly videos i called it near daily vlogging it was nowhere near daily and it, it still isn't we're getting there we're getting there but i started tokyo lens season one i shot an entirely new channel intro which by the way that channel intro the one that i have right now on tokyo lens i don't know if you've seen it hopefully you have that channel intro believe it or not took so i think that was like 15 18 hours to make that video between shooting editing and everything else and it was just wildly exciting the the concept got scrapped probably three or four times before i came up with what is on there now it got shot and reshot it got edited and re-edited it was it took some time for a two-minute video took that much time But around August, when I decided I'm going to get back into it, I started out with vlogs. The vlogs were good. I was having a lot of fun and I was showcasing a lot of things, but they weren't taking off. And that is when I decided to reference the information that I had from the Shamisen in Tokyo channel and come up with a reoccurring concept, something that I could give you guys that would do more than just share a little bit of life in Tokyo. It would give you guys more value. Something that would give you something that you could look forward to at least once a week. And that is what we are going to talk about in the next section. So let's move on to that. And so what did this give birth to? What it gave birth to is what I released today, which is Tokyo Tuesdays. At the beginning, I had many ideas and concepts for Tokyo Tuesdays, but I wanted to make sure that I got them out right, so it wasn't really a a once-a-week thing. It was kind of a a twice-a-month thing, bi-weekly, if you will. But as I rolled forward, the ideas kept rolling in, the time kept opening itself up, and the filming kept happening. And so that's what we've got going on now. Now, Tokyo Tuesdays are a once-a-week, 100% Tokyo-focused video concept to bring you guys a little bit more insight into A, life in Tokyo, B, how to get to or around Tokyo, or C, tiny little things like, for example, I'm working on a potential video right now for non-train transportation in Tokyo. What if you want to use a bicycle, a skateboard, a motorbike, such on and so forth. So it's basically about Tokyo, life in Tokyo, travel in Tokyo, and just getting around and enjoying yourself. The video concept started to pick up a little speed as of late and we've been having a lot of fun making the videos but then as we did it i decided you know what i'm getting a lot of comments a lot of feedback from you guys and i'd really like to start interacting with you more and so i enlisted the help of my good friend charla and we did our first q a Ever. You know what? I think after this, I'm probably going to sit down and make a Tokyo Lens Q&A playlist because we get a couple up there now. The Q&A went off without a hitch. I had so much fun. It was nice to be able to interact with you guys on a level that I don't usually get to do. You know, seeing the comments come in. One side note, I do read every single comment from every single one of you almost in real time. I've got them set to come in on my phone in notification style. So whether I'm out and about, whether I'm filming, whether I'm in a meeting, doesn't matter what I'm doing. I see your guys comments as they come in. But the level of interaction that I wanted wasn't quite there, which is why we did the Q&A, the Q&A was so much fun. It was great to see people getting into it and excited when they saw their questions being answered. It's just as addictive for me as it is for you guys when we have that type of interaction and I can share some form of value with you guys. I just absolutely loved it. And lo and behold, to me, the Q&A section found itself with a lot of comments in the form of questions right there in the video. People started sending me a few questions on Twitter, a few questions over direct message on Instagram, and I felt we had to do another one. This Monday I released our third Q&A ever which is where I released that this podcast is going live and that brings us to where we are now. The current Tokyo Lens scheme is three things. A, Tokyo Tuesdays. B, the Q&As and C, the vlogs. Now the vlogs are meant to be background sections or kind of behind the scenes views to my Shamisen in Tokyo projects. So that's what we're going to talk about next is what am I doing in Shamisen in Tokyo and why do I need a vlog for that? We're going to go on to that right now. So taking a second to talk about Shamisen in Tokyo, really the channel and the projects that gave birth to it all, Kiki and I have decided that we are going to be trying to put out videos every single month with the hopes of increasing quality in both sound and the video itself. You see, Kiki are professional shamisen players here in Japan. They travel the country all month playing all over the place and they have quite a following here in Japan. But, you know, their music is quite incredible and I think it has a fantastic reach and market overseas. So it's something that I wanna be able to share with people. Most recently, we went up north Japan, I'd say maybe 200 kilometers from Tokyo to an area known as Nasu Shiobara to shoot a small set of videos. We went up there, I took probably two or three different cameras with me, two different iPhones and a drone and we did a little location scouting. I had a few locations in mind from years before when I had spent some time there and we just shot some videos. I released one of those videos, I'd say probably about a week ago, as I said, probably my favorite that we have done yet. And the next video I'm working on is, I wouldn't say better, but comparatively good. Now, the projects for this and what we do in the background is just so much fun. And if I can bring you guys more content and add a little more value, that's what I'd like to do. So that being said, the vlog that's what the vlog is it is the background to either a my day-to-day life showing you guys what i'm doing with the shamisen in tokyo side of things or just what i'm doing by myself now putting all that aside i want to take a minute to talk about what it takes to put together a youtube channel like this because you know at the beginning i had said that i started off with the tokyo lens youtube channel I'd done a little bit of it, I got busy, etc, 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 excuses, and I just pretty much gave up. I put it to the side, I stopped doing it. There is a reason for that, and that's because it is incredibly time-intensive. I've got to put a lot of stuff to the side of my life just to make sure that I shoot all of these videos. I find myself carrying a bigger camera than I usually would on a day-to-day basis. And to be honest with you guys, most nights... Last night, for example, actually the last three nights, for example, I am up until probably 1.30, 2 o'clock in the morning, editing videos, setting them up to launch on YouTube, and then I am back up at 7 to prep the release right there on the YouTube page, because it's too late to do that at 2 o'clock in the morning, and then head out, do a little bit of exercise. It is very, very time intensive. So why do I do it? Am I complaining? No, I am not complaining. This, honestly, since I started the vlog, is probably been one of the more productive and happy times in my life. I feel a sense of accomplishment every single time that I get something out to you guys. Whether it gets a thousand views, whether it gets ten views, I do not care. What I do care about is that I get a couple people right there in those comments section who it obviously provided value to. Someone who says, hey, I use this. Hey, I went to that hotel that you recommended. Hey, I'm going to be able to use this the next time I come to Japan. That right there, the feeling that I'm able to help you guys in any way. I, I sit here and I understand that I've kind of built for myself a bit of a life of privilege i didn't come from a particularly rich or you know high class family or anything like that i i come from your average middle class family in north america and you know what in order to get to japan i had to work hard for several years three part-time jobs in a year i had 11 days off and all of that just so i could come here and build the life i have here in Japan. Not everybody is where I am in life. Some people may never come here. Some people may just dream of it. And some people are going through the struggle and the work that I went through myself right now. So if I can show you guys that it is possible, and if I can leave you with something to inspire you every single day, it is worth all that work, if not double the work, just to be able to do that for you guys. Now for anybody who's watched one of the earlier episodes of the vlogs that I started, you'll know that one of the reasons that I wanted to get into vlogging and wanted to get into doing this whole YouTube thing more consistently was to put more accountability on myself for positivity. This was a huge, huge life goal for me and it's something that I feel the vlog has really helped me out with. Here's something that I don't know when or if I will ever share on the YouTube channel. I, by nature, was not always the most positive person in the world. I would say I'm fairly standard, fairly normal. I got frustrations and downtime just like pretty much anybody else. And honestly, that's okay. I don't think you need to fake false positivity into the world. But it got to a point where when things got heavy, I would just sometimes default to negativity. And I started to really hate that side of myself. And I thought, you know what? Doing a vlog, doing something like this, putting a positive message out there into the world will force me to A, get into the habit of positivity a little more. And B, B and this is the big one, just put the accountability on myself allow myself and i talked about this in the most recent q a when somebody asked me about learning japanese the most important thing is to do something consistently every single day don't take a break don't take rests. just keep doing it you know jerry seinfeld the famous comedian once said don't break the chain he had a system for writing his jokes where he would mark off a calendar every single day write at least one joke. He said it didn't have to be a fantastic joke. It didn't have to be the best one he had ever written. He just had to write one joke every single day and not break the chain. I really love that concept and it's something that I wanted to bring into my life. Now when I got into exercising, I bought protein just for the fact that it would put pressure on me since I spent money on it to do the exercise. It's the same as how some people We'll go to the gym because spending that money will, you know, put the accountability on them. I felt like the vlog would kind of do that for me. If I am doing a vlog, if I'm going to be sharing a message with people, I want that message to be something positive. I want it to be something inspiring. And so that's what brought us to where we are now. Just that want. And guess what? I can tell you without any doubt in my mind that this vlog has added so much to my life. As much as I feel like I'm trying to give you guys, I feel like I'm getting even more back to the point where it's putting pressure on me. I'm getting so much happiness and positivity out of creating this content for you guys that I feel pressure to give you guys more. I want to give you guys the best edited videos, the most useful information, the most inspiring messages that I can because you guys, the people who are listening to this right now, you, simply by listening to this, are giving me the inspiration and the positive feedback that makes my life a little better every single day. So starting this vlog and bringing it to where it is now is something that I would not have been able to do without the people who have taken the time to listen to this podcast or watch my videos. So I guess on a closing note for tonight, I just wanted to take a minute and say thank you. Honestly, thank you for joining Thank you for watching the videos. And thank you for joining me here on the Tokyo Lens Podcast. Now, if you haven't already, go ahead, leave a rating. As many stars as you want. All right, Thumbs up, thumbs down. Whatever the system is. If you've got any questions, drop them in the most recent Q&A. It was up, I think, two days ago on Monday. Depends on when you're listening to this, really. But once again, thank you guys all so much. I hope that you have a fantastic day a wonderful night, a great afternoon, whatever time of day it is, wherever you're listening from. Make it the best day of your week. Thank you, guys. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.